Eddie Oates blinked like an owl against the morning light. His sides hurt from the kicking he'd taken, and there was the taste of blood in his mouth. He needed a drink, but doubted there was one to be had. When the concerned citizens had found him, he'd been asleep in the alley where he'd fallen into unconsciousness shortly after the hanging of the Hart brothers. Now, suspended between Baxter and Battles like a crucifixion victim, his bare toes dragging behind him in the dirt, he was manhandled into the street and tossed in the zinc horse trough outside the silver nugget. Oates sank, then rose, sputtering, gasping like a just-landed trout. Somebody rammed his head under the surface again. He was down there, swallowing water for what seemed a long time, then was suddenly released. He floundered, kicking into a sitting position, and heard laughter. First bath you've had in years, huh, Eddie boy? A man yelled. Other voices rose, harsh, amused, and merciless. Why don't we just drown the little shit? Swim for it, Eddie! It don't piss in the trough, Eddie. My horse got to drink that stuff. More laughter followed. Then came the voice of John L. Battles. That's enough, boys. Get him out of there and take him over to the gallows with the others. Rough hands dragged Oates from the trough. The cool water hadn't sobered him, or so he believed. For the past seventeen years, since he was twelve years old, he'd never been sober so he had no clear remembrance of what it felt like. Not being numb all the time, he recalled that, and the world he'd known as a boy didn't spin around him so fast that he couldn't catch up and find a place for himself. That, too, he remembered, or thought he did. Maybe he just dreamed that had been the way of it all those years ago. Prodded by kicks to his butt, Oates was surrounded by a dozen grinning men and pushed, stumbling, toward the gallows. The Hart brothers still hung there. Three long, lanky bodies swayed in the morning breeze, stinking of the vile stuff that had erupted from them and trickled down their legs as they kicked while being strangled in the rough embrace of the hemp. Oates's brown eyes lifted to the dead robbers. He vaguely remembered them. He wasn't allowed to drink among men, but now and again he'd been welcomed into the saloons to perform tricks for whiskey usually good doggy, when he got down on all fours to bark and play fetch. He'd been retrieving a horse garter in the silver nugget when he'd overheard that the Hart brothers had been caught after a stage robbery in the course of which the guard was wounded and a traveling preacher killed. All agreed that the shooting of the Holy Joe had been accidental, but the guard promptly died of gangrene poisoning and the Honorable Company of Concerned Citizens sentenced the brothers to death by hanging. That sentence had been set for a week hence to allow the Hart women folk time to get in from the family ranch to attend the hanging and collect their dead. But then Victorio, aided by ancient old Nana and Geronimo, had led a mixed band of Chiricahuas and Mescaleros out of the Mogollon Mountains, and everything had changed. With the town now under Apache siege, the brothers had been hanged ahead of time. Everyone agreed the three men were no great loss. The guard, a feisty old former buffalo hunter by the name of Gray, had blown off most of Bobby's lower jaw with his big fifty and had shattered Billy's right arm, and young Jimmy had taken a ball in the brisket.
Even John L. Battles, formerly a soft-hearted man, had opined that the Hart brothers were done as fighting men, so there was no point in keeping them alive any longer. As he watched the bodies sway and heard the hemp creak, Oates had a sudden moment of clarity. He'd been puzzled before, but now he knew why he was being hanged. He was not a fighting man either. Get over there, you. A hand pushed Oates in the small of the back, and he crashed heavily into the gallows. Around him, men laughed as he bounced off the pine boards and staggered, but a helping hand reached out from somewhere and steadied him. What are they going to do with us, Mr. Oates? Oates blinked at the owner of the hand, then slowly recognized the frightened, freckled face of young Sam Tatum.